if I could help you with one thing about nutrition, what would that look like? Kia ora, I'm Janet Willis, an endurance athlete, personal trainer, wife, mum of four boys, and owner-operator here at The Rig Mobile Functional Fitness. You're listening to The Rig's Ramblings Podcast, a perfectly imperfect space and place for you to be while we explore a non-bullshit approach to exercise, nutrition, and all the things in between. Via these recordings, we'll navigate what's real about what and how we eat and how we move. I have a huge passion for movement, eating well to be well, adventure, and a desire to help people. We'll meet some epic guests along the way, hearing about their wild journeys and adventures through this thing we call life. Ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. I hope we can learn a thing or two, debunk a few theories, and really see how best we can move forward for ourselves. Let's crank on into it. Kia ora, Janet here, and you're listening to the Rick's Ramblings podcast. Perfectly imperfect space and place for you to be. Today's episode is episode 13, and we're going to chat a little bit about uh, can I have my cake and eat it too? Uh, having our cake and eating it too, that statement actually comes from and has a different meaning than what most people um, probably think it does. It comes from an English idiomatic proverb um, or a figure of speech for that uh, matter. And it actually literally means you cannot simultaneously retain your cake and eat it, for instance. Once a cake has been eaten, it is gone. Now that comes from the grand um, research portal that is Wikipedia. So, uh, you know, probably isn't true. But it does, you know, imply that um, to have or do two things at the same time that are impossible to have or do them at the same time. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Um, Yeah. But what um, has sort of happened in time, like most things, everything evolves, and it kind of has been, um, you know, manifested, turned around, I don't know, insert word here, uh, into the nutrition of can I have my cake and eat it too. Um, Basically, can I have the good parts without having to deal with the bad parts, isn't it? Um, In a a calorific world, of course you can have your cake and eat it too. There's nothing actually wrong with having cake as long as it fits into what you're wanting to achieve uh, from your calorific goals. If it's going to fit inside those markers, then yeah, absolutely. But yeah, when it comes to doing two things um, at once, it's that whole, you know, keep it simple, stupid, um, kiss sort of mechanism that I live by at times. Um, A tutor once told me that in school, uh, because I do tend to overthink things, but Excuse me, when it comes to nutrition, we, you know, we always seem to want one thing without the other, isn't it? Like, you know, we want the success um, without the work at times. Um, yeah, we can't always do two things at once. Especially when we're trying to reach some target goals. And I guess what I'm trying to dive into a little bit here is that... Um, you know, whenever we set ourselves some goals, we've we've got to use our discipline um, to get there. Um, you know, it's 
you know, setting goals and reaching them doesn't come with commitment, without commitment rather, and and discipline. And discipline can look different for everybody. Um, maintaining discipline is never always a hundred percent all of the time. Um, but yeah, it it certainly is uh, relevant to you. Yeah, meeting your goals, so having your cake and eating it too. Um, yeah, does that mean that we always have to go without? Like, absolutely not. I'm a huge believer in um, not, it's not giving into things, but it's including things. That whole, you know, podcast, if your podcasts are go about add and don't restrict, it's so relative um, that we, you know, you want these things to be a part of your life, but we need to choose when they have have their place or when their time is to sort of feature and it does sort of come down to discipline and timing and um, you know all those things it can have you know quite a somber effect doesn't it so that's where we need to you know get into some of those tools that we have um, you know putting things into practice isn't it um to work on our behavior and you know being able to sort of correct some of them too um we need to grow our knowledge we need to um grow like we really do need to grow um you know and how do we do that you know how how do we grow or um, prevent it from having, you know, such a, you know, negative um, connotation is we really need it, you know, to be supportive. We need to use preventative behaviour um, or cognitive behaviour traits and insert word here um, and corrective, you know, and some people sort of see uh, discipline as rules, like of rules that... Um, give out efficiency and effectively like you know when you have discipline or you're using your discipline as such you're making small sacrifices in the presence for a better life or a better amount of growth or for you know future our discipline creates our habits and our habits create new routines and routines become more habitual daily isn't it like um, you know, and we need that to grow as a person. Getting places, achieving huge success doesn't come without discomfort, as I spoke of earlier, a little bit of sacrifice, and it certainly requires um, discipline. You know, um, if you were to think of it in a defined context um, discipline is as a field or a study um, to fix an incorrect behavior or to create better skills so you know we need skills don't we it's a, a powerful and mindful way to grow and you know to use um, discipline is to give attention you know it's to reinforce good behaviors and discourage others isn't it like no different than what we try to do with with um kids like you know they always need to know that some things they see and do can be a negative experience um and you know we need to teach them what they can do to turn it into a positive one or what a positive outcome would be you know 
how do we grow our self-discipline or, or build on it, I guess, is, you know, we need to know the the things that we can um, sort of uh, struggle with, um, you know, going back into the tools of, you know, the, the cookie jar and things that we find as challenges or things that we need to learn how to adhere to or overcome. Um, we need to know that we can succeed. And that, I mean, that again, doesn't it, comes down to setting those goals, keeping those goals to be measurable and timely, achievable, smart, you know, specific and measurable. Um, you know, we need to be able to write them down. If we see things visually, we sometimes have more um, capabilities to connect the dots in our brains, so to speak, and to reach them. Make a timeline, you know, visualize the outcome. What's it going to look like? How are you going to feel when you get there? How's your life going to be better once you get there? You know, is it going to be everything you think it's going to be? You know, if it is, then you're more likely to stay on task. You know, um, and like I say to a lot of nutrition clients, don't wait for it to feel right or be the right time because it's never going to feel right because, you know, using our discipline or growing or putting ourselves outside our comfort zones to reach goals and targets. It's not going to feel right. It's going to be downright uncomfortable and sometimes we're not going to like it. Um, and there's never a right time. You're never going to have enough time. You're never going to have enough money. It's never going to be the right weather. It's never going to be the right day. You know, sometimes we've actually just got to do these things scared because the timing's never right. Start small. You know, we need small goals, small goals, reach bigger, bigger goals. I know I repeat that over and over again, but I repeat it over and over again because it's right. Start small. Get a smaller picture. A smaller picture will lead to the bigger piece of art. You know, like we're more often to give up if we think that the goal and the journey to get there is far too large and far too hard. And then it becomes, you know, just an emotional baggage, doesn't it? And there's no way to think of it in a positive light. It's just negative, negative, negative. Practice. Fail. Practice. Fail. Start over. Repeat. You know, failure is part of it. That is how we grow. We do not learn if we don't fail things. We need to learn what works and what doesn't for us as individuals. You know, I can teach people all the tricks and tools of the trade. They can apply them. But there's always going to be a little bit of failure. And it's not failure in a negative context. It's just learning what works and what doesn't. You know, like, failure doesn't always mean to say something hasn't worked. It just means sometimes that we haven't found the right way to do it so that it does work. You know, growth. We can't grow without having learned yeah, the right and the wrong way or, or what works and what doesn't. You know, another way to help us grow our, um, our discipline is to get a mentor. We don't know what we don't know. And now sometimes no matter how much we read or see on TV or Google on the internet, we just actually don't know what we don't know. And having a mentor can just put a whole new light on things. People are mentors for a reason. They are specialists in their field. They have the knowledge of whatever it is that they are teaching. They do know more than you in that thing. You know, I have a business mentor because running an online business was something that I desired greatly. Uh... 
didn't have a clue of how to do it. So I employed a mentor to help me. Uh, and, you know, golly gosh, <laughs> what are we up to? Podcast number 13, it's taken me a wee while to relax, not be so monotone. And this is just the podcast part of it. You know, there's so many levels to getting a podcast launch that I didn't know. I just thought, crikey dick, buy yourself a microphone, press record and go for it. You know, that's why we have a perfectly imperfect podcast, because I don't have the editing skills and I'm too tight to pay for somebody who does. Along the way, you know, they will be edited because I'll outsource it. Why? Because that person knows how to do it better than me. You know, does it take discipline uh, to get this podcast off the ground? Crikey dick, it's taken a hell of a lot of bloody discipline. And I've failed many times. There's so many um, episodes that I recorded that I deleted. Like episode 8, for instance, was actually episode 8.5 because I went down this rabbit hole. You know, I've yelled at the computer. I've been frustrated. Um, and it certainly has taken a lot of small steps to get to the bigger steps to be able to get. The, and this is just the podcast, let alone learning, you know, the ins and outs of um, funnels and tubbles and tunnels, rather, and evergreens and organic growth Um you know, golly, and I'm just tipping the old iceberg of what I've learned, and that's, you know, crikey, it's not huge in the terms of being a successful entrepreneur online, which is what I really, really desire to be, and it has taken a hell of a lot of discipline to sit down and do the things and keep doing them over and over and over and over again so that I can get to that organic growth and create those tunnels and funnels that are going to feed people in my direction so that I can help them. Yeah, so that's a little bit of um, rambling on terms of, you know, discipline um, in terms of, you know, growing my um, business. Like, you know, then there's a discipline that it takes for me to go outside in the crappy weather to train for my sport. That is discipline. And I'm not going to um, sort of um, down talk my own commitment to my sport. Because there's a hell of a lot of times that I'd rather just sit on the couch and do nothing, and sometimes I do. But there's um, a lot of time where I really have had to enforce my discipline to get out and about. Um, the pros will always tell you that if you're outside training in crappy weather and your competitors are inside, then that's half the battle. Um, you know, and yeah, I've had to really dig deep sometimes and really navigate my way through the conflicts in my brain um, and rationalize it so that I can reach my goals. I have huge goals. I am the type of person that is stupid or cocky enough to think that I can do it. I know I can do it. And so in terms of my sport, the longest day is called the longest day for a reason. It's 260-something kilometres across one side of the South Island of New Zealand to the other, and I intend to do it in one day. And I intend to complete it in one day. I know I can do it. To get there, however, is going to take a lot of training and a lot of discipline because there's a lot of days, like even in the weekend, for instance, where I was kayaking, it was five degrees. But I needed to do skills and drills. I find skills and drills fucking boring. I don't like them. But I'm not going to get better at it, at you know my craft if I don't do them. And it takes discipline. 
to be able to do that. And so I've had to grow it. How did I grow it? By doing it. Going out when I don't want to do it. Going out when sometimes it's probably a very stupid idea and I've got lots of stories to tell about stuff like that of when it's gone a little bit tits up because I've been out there doing the doing. Um, Yeah, repetition, practice, day after day of doing it, of growing and building discipline, self-discipline. So here's a few uh, we. Uh, tips maybe, uh, tools if you like, that comes from um, the Forbes.com uh, website. <clears throat> One um, of for growing your um, self-discipline. I'm going to leave these here, I'm going to say these to you because you can choose as an audience whether they're a right fit for you. Uh, I'm not going to tell you whether I believe they're right or wrong. These are just um, some tidbits of information that I came across. So removing temptations. Now, if this was in terms of nutrition, I would say, yeah, yeah, don't know. However, Forbes.com tells us that you know self-control is often easiest when abiding by the old saying, out of sight, out of mind. Removing all temptations and distractions from your environment is crucial first step when you're trying to improve your discipline. So yeah. They then go on to talk about um, junk food and improving focus. Um, yeah, and so, you know, in a nutrition sense, I'm not necessarily um, going to say, you know, it's a way to, you know, toss the junk food or, you know, that's not how I operate uh, in a nutrition sense. But in terms of, a, of discipline for other aspects of, you know, life, yeah, maybe removing temptations can, you know, help you. Um, especially if maybe it's in a commercial sense or a business growth sort of phase. Um, Yeah, but I mean, you can look at that as, instead of it being like, oh, let's remove temptations, it could be a way of like, oh, well, we can improve our focus. Like, how can we improve our focus? In a work aspect, it might be turning your cell phone off uh, in terms of working at your desk, remove the clutter. Feng Shui would have you, you know, my office used to store our bikes, um, my bikes. Uh, why? Because our garage wasn't lined. So we lined our garage and now they're gone. So it's not so much, um, that's not so much a temptation thing. The bikes weren't tempting me to go biking, or sometimes they were, but they weren't. But you know, they weren't practical to have in here. Um, they disrupted the focus, they disrupted the way the office felt when I was in here working. Um, you know, yeah, and then if you need, um, more help there's heaps of self-help apps on the internet that you can download to help block distractions so you know like pop-ups or websites um, on your browser you know don't check your emails to certain times of the day I mean this is all in a business sense really but you can apply it to um, you know anything studies have shown that if you eat um, regularly and work when you're um, not hungry, because we've just discussed this, bef- you know, before and previously, that our, our ability to concentrate is heightened, and we can then function to our highest potential. So, yeah, when we yeah want to increase, um, you know, our discipline and whatnot, hunger can make it difficult because we lose our focus, and you know we become pessimistic, we become negative. Um, you know, if it's in terms of sport and exercise. Uh, grumpy, hangry, I get hangry, oh my god, there's no way I'd go out training hungry, 
just wouldn't work. It's just, I don't have the fuel, I don't have the mental capacity. It, you're just setting yourself up to make it unnecessarily unforgiving, um, to be fair. So you're, you know, more than likely to build a heightened sense of control, self-control rather, um, in all areas of your life, diet, exercise, work, relationships, work, your professional, um, yeah, if you can keep yourself fueled, fed. Um, yeah, yeah, because we want all those um, decision-making processes to really contribute and not be a hinder. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, don't wait for it to feel right. There's no right time. There's no right amount of money. There's no, yeah. Yeah, there's never a right time. Um, our decision makings, they're made of the prefrontal cortex of our brain. Um, you know, it's a different uh, part of the brain than where our habit behaviours come from. Um, yeah, so yeah, sometimes we'll resist change um, in favour of things that we've been sort of pre-programmed to do as such. So how can we sort of embrace that? Well, you know, sometimes we just need to acknowledge that we're wrong or things don't work anymore and we um, you know, might progress better if we are in a um, more positive mindset that the new patterns and behaviours may <coughs> contribute to our success. Excuse me. You know, next one is to schedule breaks and rewards. You know, and sometimes that can be having those goals that are easily reached. Um, you know, it, it doesn't mean when we're disciplined that we've got to cut things out and go cold turkey or, you know, be everything's got to be perfect all the time because then you, you're just, you're not allowing wiggle room. Like I always sort of say um, in some training programs, especially in running sometimes, that you need a little bit of wiggle room. And that's the allowance for when things go a little bit tits up. You know, and you can have a week off if you've, you know, starving off an injury or, you, you know, life got in the way. Um, yeah, so if we can sort of schedule specific breaks or gaps, time rewards um, as such, you know, really can accredit to staying on task. Um, and a little bit of that can also be making sure that the programming as such of whatever you're doing is progressively working and consistently so that you're always kind of growing. Um, we always want to be moving forward. Um as well like we're always going to have ups and downs fabulous successes and all-out failures the key is to keep moving forward and acknowledge when you have a setback think about what might have caused it then move on god no point in dwelling on it just put it up there for experience and and move on and it's because it's so easy to get wrapped up in guilt and anger and frustration and and you know spite and we hold on to these and they really don't help so um, you know I'm not a new life uh, guru I don't have the tricks and the tools of um, all of those emotions and behaviors it's not a specialty of mine um, but all I can sort of say is embrace the hiccups and learning experiences um, forgive yourself get back on track and um, keep going keep moving whatever that looks like for you. Movement is not the same for everybody. It is, you know, that, and I don't mean movement always in an exercising manner either. It's, you know, 
relates to anything and growth. Um, yeah. Make yourself a priority and practice that. You know, hold yourself accountable. If you can't hold yourself accountable, get somebody else who can. Going back to that business mentor. Having that accountability to help you keep, you know, driving yourself forward. You know, it, there's so many benefits to being able to regulate it and include it. Um, you know, you can increase our sense of control and reduce um, anxiety and stress and you know in a healthy lifestyle especially post-covid god if we can do anything to reduce stress it's a win-win situation um you know i want people to be more confident in themselves i want them to grow and be resilient um you know make yourself a priority track things you know post-it notes i'm a huge fan of those to-do lists uh organization will help you to reach um you know, where you are, and sometimes you need to change your perspective a little bit. Um, mindset is everything, it's key in how we can learn and push forward, and it's okay to stumble, but just be mindful of it, and, you know, be mindful of what you're avoiding, because we all avoid things that make us uncomfortable, there's no way, you know, no doubt about that, crikey, me especially, um, but yeah, Get yourself outside your comfort zone. If it is something that requires time, set yourself a timer. Um, you know, be aware of what it is that you procrastinate on and try and make that a bit of a focus um, so that it gets done. Uh, there's lots of memes on the internet at the moment, you know, um, people running away from, you know, tasks that would have taken them 15 minutes to complete and yet they run away from it and then you know, five weeks, six months, and 17 years later, it's still not done. Whereas, you know, sometimes we've actually just got to put our big girl or boy or unisex pants on, pull them up and do it. So what are you going to do to grow your discipline, your self-control, grow that muscle, put it into practice? What are you going to use it for once you've started to grow it? What goals is this going to help you to reach? How are you going to maximise on them? It's all about growth. And it possibly might just get you where you want to go. And I, for one, would love to see that. So if you feel like you need to drop me a line to let me know where your discipline is taking you, you can get in touch with us on our socials on Facebook and Instagram, The Rig Mobile Functional Fitness. If you have any questions, you can always drop me a line at Jenna at rigstrength.com. Thanks for joining me on our episode 13, Can I Have My Cake and Eat It Too? Uh, I can't wait to see where this takes us.